when it comes to COVID, this story has not really been widely reported. You know, apart from caseloads, hospitalizations, infection rates, is this story that the House of Commons Ethics Committee has called for a halt to plans to collect data from all of our cell phones, from Canadian cell phones, when it comes to COVID. And for more on this story, let's welcome in Anne Kavukian, Executive Director, Global Privacy and Security by Design Center, and of course, a former three-term Information and Privacy Commissioner for the province of Ontario. Anne, good afternoon. Always nice to have you with us. Thank you so much, Jeff. A pleasure. Okay, what was this uh, plan? What was the plan of public health when it comes to COVID in our cell phones? I can't imagine they had a plan. First of all, nobody knew they were doing this. It was done completely under the hood, quietly. And they basically, 33 million digital phones of Canadians, um, they obtained access to the data in terms of where it was used and when and things of that nature. You don't access this kind of information from people's cell phones, um, you know, without their consent or notice or anything. Nothing was done like that. Yeah. And how long has this been uh, going on until the House of Commons, the Ethics Committee, as I mentioned, they've called for a halt to this uh, just uh, yesterday. They passed a motion. Yes, yes. Uh, John Brassard, uh, head of the Ethics uh, Committee, has called for a halt and they're convening an uh, emergency meeting to to discuss the privacy implication for the Canadians who are affected. And we don't know how long this has been going on, because as I mentioned, it happened quietly. Nobody knew about it. They, they certainly didn't want to publicize that they were doing this, understandably. And that's why it's just so unbelievable that they would do this. And I imagine I'm asking you some questions that we just still don't have the answers to, Anne, but do we know exactly what sort of data was being mined or harvested from our uh, cell phones? Is it just location data? Is it more than that? Or again, is it just unknown at this point? It's unknown. I'm assuming it's location data as well. Um, But the point is, this is sensitive data. People's cell phone data, when it's used, where it's used, uh, places, uh, you know, it's, it's nobody's business. And it's certainly not something the government should be doing quietly. Yeah. And is this something that would be done in conjunction with the telecoms? Do we know, Anne? You mentioned a second ago that uh, nobody kind of users didn't sign off on this, that, uh, you know, you didn't have to click accept like you do with so many things that you you might download on your mobile phones. But is this something that uh, would have to be done in cooperation with uh, Bell, Rogers and the like? Yes, yes, it would have to be. And I mean, in their defense, they they said, look, the data was de-identified. Uh, before we gave it to, you know, um, the government. But the thing is, de-identification, there's no guarantee that you can't re-identify the data. Uh, There are such strong phishing attacks and hacking that's taking place now. There's no guarantees of this. That's why a lot of people are now using, instead of de-identified data, something called synthetic data, which basically mirrors the data but doesn't replicate it at all in terms of any identifiers whatsoever. That's the new way forward. So um, no one's getting any comfort out of people saying, well, the data were de-identified. There's no guarantees whatsoever that it can't be re-identified. And really, is this kind of big picture, I guess, Anne, is this a cautionary tale for us all when it comes to our smartphones, our cell phones, and so many of us now are, uh, you know, wired to these, we're constantly on them, they're always with us, that uh, really, I mean, they're great communication tools for sure, but they're also, as we see here, maybe great surveillance tools too. But, But Jeff, the problem is with the government, they are the ones 
there was no transparency associated with what they were doing or these objections would have been made right at the beginning and it wouldn't have taken place. So I don't think it's, you know, we should be telling people that don't use your cell phones. I mean, they're they're a part of us and a part of our lives. We have to tell the government, for God's sake, you got to be more transparent with these practices and what you intend to do and stop engaging in any behavior that could potentially uh, involve surveillance measures. They were very quiet about this, and for good reason, uh, in terms of their own protection. Fortunately, the story got out, and um, uh, John Broussard is all over this uh, as the head of the ethics group, which I applaud him for. So I'm hoping we will learn more about this and that there won't be any future continuation of this, because that's what the government had planned to do. Yeah, I have to imagine, Anne, that this is a story and the ability of the government to, to do something like this. Do, do you think that this is somewhat surprising and shocking to a lot of people to hear this? Well, it should be shocking because this should not be permitted, first of all. None of the privacy commissioners were consulted on this, understandably so, because they would have said, forget it, you're not going to do this. I think the Privacy Commissioner of Canada is now looking into this, um, but he certainly wasn't consulted beforehand. And that's the problem. There's no transparency in, in what the government was doing here. And that has to be completely unacceptable. All right. So moving forward, obviously, the Ethics Committee looking into this, do we need some sort of laws, regulations put in place to make sure the governments and other entities respect uh, our privacy? Uh, do we need more safeguards, do you think, Ann? Uh, we need to upgrade our laws. We certainly have privacy laws in place, but they haven't been upgraded um, for years, like the Federal uh, Privacy Act it was introduced in the early 2000s, you know, and the Federal Privacy Commissioner has been calling for its upgrade and we need to bring it up to date and, and the government has done nothing. All right. As somebody who has been involved in this for some time now as a former three-term information yeah. and privacy commissioner for the uh, province, uh, what steps would you like to uh, see uh, be taken here, uh, Anne? I would be out in the media talking about this all the time, alerting people that their cell phones, um, their data was uh, accessed in some manner, and we don't know the details. There was no transparency associated with it. So I would just get this fully in front of the public so that they could say, are you kidding me? You, you don't have a right to access my phone. You didn't ask me. I mean, and then, you know, engage in full discussion in terms of privacy commissioners' offices about how these practices should not be permitted. You know, I always say trust but verify. But here, forget the trust. Just verify. You have to look under the hood and all of this activity. Okay, and when we talk about verification and verifying, should there, at the very least, at the bare minimum, should and there be something that if the government says that there's a public health crisis, such as the pandemic, big enough to warrant, in their eyes, something such as this, uh, looking at location data of Canadians uh, to sort of make sense, if you will, uh, what's going on when it comes to covid and it's spread, uh, at the very least, should there be, and I accept that uh, there should be something sent to everyone's uh, cell phone that uh, they have to, uh, you know, opt in, as it were, and that they're fully aware of what's going on? Certainly opting in would be better. And as you were saying, there should, there has to be something that indicates that they're doing this. Um, in, in emergencies like the pandemic and 9-11 and things like that, there are in privacy laws, what are called emergency measures that can be undertaken on a very short-term basis because of the emergency, and then privacy has to be restored after that. Here, we didn't even know this was happening. So the lack of transparency 
is so problematic because it doesn't give people an opportunity to say, yes, I don't have a problem with you doing this or no, you know, keep away from my phone. There's no opportunity to do anything. And that's the problem. And it is, it raises the ethical questions or the absence of ethics. And that's why John Broussard is raving, raising this in terms of public ethics committee. Yeah, just finally, Anne, I wanted to ask you, you know, you mentioned a second ago that the laws are lagging behind, and it seems like uh, whenever it comes to uh, tech and technology and the Internet, that is the common refrain. We've talked about this for years, that the law just is playing catch up when it comes to uh, technology. I mean, is there going to be a point, uh, do you think, uh, are we working our way towards that uh, a day where the uh, laws kind of work in tandem with uh, what the current reality is, particularly when it comes to the Internet and online? Well, technology will always advance uh, more quickly. There's no question. But this is completely unacceptable that this law is over 20 years old. I mean, please give me a break. It should have been upgraded um, years ago when the new uh, law in the European Union came into effect in 2018. Uh, That's when our privacy commission was pressing the government, saying we no longer have essential equivalence with the um, privacy laws in the European Union. We've always enjoyed that in the past. We've been able to engage in business and trade with them easily, but now we are far behind. And nothing's happened for the past five years. I mean, this is what is appalling. There's no movement on the part of the Trudeau government. They've got to act. They're not acting. And and it's, it's, it's appalling. All right. And got to leave it there for now. Appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. My pleasure, Jeff. Thank you. All right. Be well. And Kavukian, Executive Director, Global Privacy and Security by Design Center and a former three-term Information and Privacy Commissioner for the province of Ontario. And we're back after this. You're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.